Welcome to our Renew You podcast, the first episode of many great episodes. Hi, I'm Don Cardona. And I'm Antoine Robbins. First, why Renew You? Aging can lead to changes physically, especially after 40. Let's face it, Antoine. We don't look the same or feel the same sometimes after 40, right? As much as we want to pretend like we do. That's the beauty of Renew You is it gives you an opportunity to figure out what to do and the tools to equip yourself on future podcasts. We'll touch on topics, things that will help people make absolute changes in their life incrementally day to day. I just turned 40, so I still feel 35, but if you say I'm 40, I'm 40. Well, I'm going to be uh, 48 this year, bro. So uh, I'm looking <laughs> real good. That's, that, that's the key, right? Is exercising. So why don't we tell the audience a little bit about what we're trying to do. I think the objective of Renew You is simple. It's to make sure you have a podcast that's dedicated for people after 40. Let's face it. There are a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of fitness material and content out there, but there's not a lot directed at that audience over 40. And that's what we're here for. Absolutely. And Antoine, let me ask you this. When you look or you go online and you're checking different things, it's great to see fitness material. Yes, it is. But when you look at it, do you really notice that all the material is reflected for you at this stage of the game? I thought it did. But once I realized a lot of those people that's in the magazine, they're like 25, 26. So I'm not aware that it's not for me. And I'm glad we have this platform for people that's 40 and older. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I agree. All right, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself and then I'll share something about my background. I come from a professional background playing for the Texas Rangers. And I spent several years there getting in shape, being the best athlete that I can be. My mom and my dad always honed us on making sure that we eat healthy and stay healthy. So now that I'm 40 and I met you, this is the, this is, I guess this is what they prepared me for, to meet somebody like you. They said, Antoine, now that you're 40, you got to stay looking good. Well, ever since I've known you, you look good. I remember meeting you at uh, the old Bally's gym years ago, early in the morning. You were getting your workout routine when I was working there. We got a chance to connect. Anything else you want to share with the audience about your background and why, why you wanted to join Renew You? And I, wanted to, I wanted to join it because it was once upon a time I got to 260 pounds, powerlifting. And I was pretty heavy. And one day I looked in the mirror because I wanted to know if that person that was in the picture actually was me because the picture, my stomach was sticking out, my face was fat. And I was wondering why my family didn't say anything to me. <laughs> so I went to the side, looked in the mirror, my stomach, my stomach was sticking out. And I was like, oh, nah, I, I can't have this. So I, that's when I met you. I dropped about 50 pounds and gained it back, same diet, and I had I realized that my metabolism has changed, but I didn't know how to get back to how I was when I was a kid or when I was a teenager or when I played for the Texas Rangers. So it was just, it was different. I couldn't eat the same foods. I couldn't work out the same. I had the same energy. So I really didn't know what to do. And I met you and you gave me a little tips and pointers and here we are now. Absolutely. A little bit of background on me. I've been in the industry 25 plus years. Just like you, Antoine, I think anybody 
who has worked in health and fitness realizes that you change physically as you age. And anybody that tells you anything different is not being truthful. The reality is even in the health industry for fitness professionals, whether you're a trainer or you're a manager or a team leader for any health club in America, some of the most unhealthiest people I've ever met, Antoine, they were people that worked in the industry. They are focused on superficial things, not things that are gonna help them feel better longer. The one thing that I had to adopt after 40, I, I went through a debilitating back injury, literally, where I couldn't move. I didn't even realize, um, you know, the lack of mobility that, that I had at that point. They were looking at doing surgery. And for someone that's been in fitness and knows everything that you need to do, it was difficult to kind of grasp, hey, listen, my starting point right now is not where it was three years ago, even a year ago or six months ago. I need to make some changes. And so getting on a diet that worked for me that was anti-inflammatory so I wasn't in pain, so I could move, those are things that I want to share with the audience. There is a holistic approach to fitness. To me, fitness is about being able to find something that you can maintain. Consistency is the key, right? These yo-yo diets or fads or these workout programs where you go hard for you know a week or two weeks and you can't walk for like three months. Can't recover. <laughs> As you get older, your recovery time is totally different. Exactly. You're not going to recover like you said. It's going to take about two or three weeks and you may not ever recover because you got to move anything. Yeah, and that's where I think our knowledge comes in. The beautiful thing is, as I start to progress through my program, and these are things that we'll share with the audience, I figured out a way where I could actually lift more than I was lifting in my 20s if I chose to. I knew how to recuperate. I knew how to push my body the right way. But I also realized that I couldn't go hard seven days a week like that all the time. Understanding as you age, learning how to make changes that you can sustain is really the key. And that's what Renew You is going to do. So you said you went seven days a week. So that was 31 days a month. I used to. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And that's part of the reason why I ended up getting hurt. Once I started to age, my body was breaking down and I wasn't giving myself the time to recover properly. I kept pushing it, kept pushing it, right? You have a picture sometimes in your mind of what you want to look like. And let's face it, brother, you look at it and you go, hey, I used to do this so I could do it now. Well, that doesn't always work out that way. I did see that picture of you. You was pretty buff. You said to Antoine, look at me. I was, I was highly impressed. I didn't know you're in shape now, but you were definitely in shape then. Yeah, you know, it's different in your 20s, right? And in your 30s. You get to 40 and I think things change a little bit. But the reality is we still got, I, I look at it like a marathon. We've got the best part of the run left right? That's the thing that you have to switch that paradigm. You've got to figure out how you can do that. And for me, I think the topic today that we're, we're going over is, is there hope after 40 for fitness, right? I hope there's hope after 40. Like I said, I just turned 40. I don't know what happens after 40. <laughs> well, I'm here with you to tell you that there is hope. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to hear that. So for the audience out there, think about it. What does your program look like now after 40 versus what it did when you were in your 20s? You know, how's your recovery? Are you able to maintain that? Obviously, for people over 40, you're probably, you know, having kids, spouse, other things, right? You got a lot of commitments, a lot of things pulling you. A lot of food. Yeah, a lot of food. That's right. You shared a topic with me that I think we got to share with the audience that I thought was pretty damn funny. So... When we just had this shelter in place that we had to stay in, you said, Dom, man, my spouse started making all kinds of stuff and cooking. And all of a sudden, I ended up putting on a ton of weight. Manly cakes. Manly <laughs> cakes. And, and 
elbow. I wasn't eating cake every day. I was eating the full cake within eight days. And I gained all the fluff. And I was like, wow. And it was hard to get it off. I just couldn't diet. I had to actually run or walk in the heat, a hundred and some degrees. And it still wouldn't get off me. And I was thinking to myself, when I was younger, hey, six, seven pounds, I'll get that in four or five days. And I was, I, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty worried, Don. I was pretty worried. I, my looks were leaving. Just feel, and I, I, I'm not vain, but I do like the way I look. Well, I'll tell you what. You obviously started following the program from Renew You, and it worked. Look, you yes, you now. You know, here's the thing that I think the the audience and most people don't realize is time waits for nobody, right? You either have a program that you can follow that's going to help you succeed, or you don't. And Going to gyms is not an option for some people right now. They've been working from home. And I actually think that's probably a good thing because I think virtual fitness has really taken a huge leap forward. I think there's tremendous platforms that can get people in shape. The reality is I love going to a brick and mortar gym. I, I like working out virtually. I just like training, period. For me, it's removing barriers. There shouldn't be an excuse to get your workout. Like you said, you didn't have a gym right? The gym that you would normally go to close right down the street yes. from the house. So you had to find a way, whether it was walking in the heat, going, picking up some dumbbells, starting to do functional programs. And actually guys, we put together some great programming that you'll get to see and hear in future podcasts as well. Being able to carve out that time is really the key though, right? Yes, it is. And going back to having to find some weights, I had to go to the flea market and I was only able to find 60 pounds total then the following week, he told me he was going to be there, and he was nowhere to be found. So all I have right now is 60 pounds and some 5-pound dumbbells and some 12-pounders. And I tell you, with this Renew You Fit workout, I'm feeling better and looking better than ever. Yeah, let me ask you this. So speaking of that Renew You Fit workout, we worked out in your backyard the other day, right? <laughs> it was a little over 100 degrees. Uh, I was in sand, so I had sand everywhere. It was definitely uh, a unique experience, folks. But uh, Antoine, tell me about your legs. I remember coming in yesterday when we were prepping for this podcast and you were like, DC, man. Yeah, I, was, I, 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 felt, I felt it was a cruel joke. <laughs> you kept on telling me, yeah, that's it, that's it, keep on going. And I was in it and I felt good, but the very next day I could not pick up my legs. So I can you cross that bottom way to, to, to get sore? It, it, it was no way, all you need is a DC program. That's all you need. The Funktastic program. The first time I tried it, I said, hey, I don't know how somebody can do this for 40 minutes, but if they can, <laughs> kudos to them. And, and because it was very, very hard. But you know what? I'm feeling stronger. I'm looking better. I know it's only been five days, but I tell you, I can feel the difference already. Thanks for that workout. Absolutely. For our podcast listeners out there, listen, we are putting together a virtual platform that's a part of the Renew You platform that I think you guys are gonna really enjoy. In the podcast, what we are gonna do is share fitness tips, tribal knowledge, things that you can't get out there. We'll touch on sensitive topics that happen after 40, let's face it. We wanna speak to a very specific audience and help you get and get your confidence back and get in shape the way that you used to be. That step that you take now is what's gonna lead to many more years of positivity in your life. So listen, 
I used to work in brick and mortar for almost 20 plus years. I, I owned my own gym for the last seven uh, plus years, and I worked in some of the largest fitness chains in the U.S. Uh, any funny stories you want me to share with you over some of the experiences that I've had? Yeah, I want to know how it was for you to realize that it was all about making a sale versus making people look better. Well, first, let me share with you why I, I'll answer that. But let me start it by saying, here's how I started in fitness. I got in fitness just like you, being an athlete. And I went through a troubling experience with a very close family member where they got sick and my grandfather had cancer. And it led me to, to learn how to work with very specific populations of seniors, which is why I have a connection to the Renew You platform now, because that's how my fitness industry experience started. I worked with a very specific population. It helped me kind of deal with, you know, the loss that I had just went through, but more importantly, how to share my knowledge and passion with people in fitness. So yes, eventually getting into fitness when you're there to help people as a personal trainer, like I started, mm -hmm. you all of a sudden realize, Hey man, it's not just about helping that client. It's about making a sale so you can help yourself to keep your job. I didn't realize that. <laughs> that was a, a whole component that was missing, right? I, I didn't realize the business side of it. Just like in pro sports, I'm sure you don't realize that. Yes, I, I thought it was all about being a teammate and getting along with your teammate, teammates. But then I realized it was all about really the management controlling the team and not the players controlling the team. It's very funny you say that. You know, I think, uh, yes, sales is a part of every aspect of life. The blessing for me was the first health club that I worked for. One day, Antoine, I went after working there a year and running the fitness department to go cash my check. I was actually in law school at the time. I went to cash my check, and guess what? I know we got the NBA playoff bubble starting right now. My check bounced like one wow. of those basketballs, and I realized, hey, maybe this isn't a right career, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I was fortunate enough to get started with another company and a gentleman who is an icon in the industry, and he shared his passion. He called it a bag a big, hairy, audacious goal. When I heard his goal, I understood why sales was a part of this entire process so that you could grow your business and share your passion. But the one thing that I loved about that mentor was he told me, yes, even though you got to sell, you need to remember why you're selling. You're selling to help somebody. So at the end of the day, if you believe in your product and you believe in your service, you're doing the right thing. And that's, and that's why we have Renew You Fit to provide hope for those who feel that there isn't an outlet to, to get better in shape, to become a better person. And Renew You Fit is the outlet for those people. Is there any entertaining stories that you can share with the audience? Absolutely. Well, obviously when you're talking about fitness, we talked about the business side of it. You look at the amount of sales that you have to drive to, to stay in the game, right? Uh, there's a lot of stories that are pretty fun. We used to have these events called closeouts and, uh, at this one company that I worked at, which was one of the largest fitness companies in the world. And now there's leaders all over the industry in fitness there. You had two closeouts a month. You had a mid month closeout and you had an end of the month closeout. I will never forget as a rookie general manager, right? So I started as a personal trainer. I became one of the most successful trainers in the history of that company. And which, I, which, sorry, which company is this? Well, it was 24 Hour Nautilus, and then it became 24 Hour Fitness. I became uh, one of the most successful personal trainers, and I don't think I've ever looked at it as sales, so to speak, as helping people, right? You help someone get to their goal, you're going to be successful if you help them achieve theirs. So I got promoted. 
I remember having to make a choice at that point. Do you go on to run fitness only as an area manager, or do you step back and go learn exclusively sales? Well, as a personal trainer, I'm sitting there having this, I, I guess, kind of impromptu interview with a gentleman who was one of the leaders of the company. And we're sitting at Hooters of all places in Fremont, right? And he's like, hey, uh, you know, I'd like you to go into sales. I think you have a far greater career path if you learn the professional side of the business and not just personal training. I said, okay, explain to me why. And he said, well, all the leaders of the company, they're all salespeople. I said, well, that's pretty simple, I guess, right? I said, but can I tell you something? He said, sure. I said, uh, even my girlfriend knows I hate talking on the phone, right? Can't do it, won't do it. <laughs> if you can get more than three words out of me on a phone, we're good. You just said that I have to make 100 phone calls a day and do blah, blah, blah. I said, I ain't that guy. If you're giving me a number and you're telling me, hey, I got to hit this number, I can do that. But if you want me to be on the phone 24 seven, I'm the wrong dude for that. So I get promoted. I'm in a small club in Paseo Padre in Fremont, right? First of all, it was a family fitness club that got converted to a 24 hour fitness. Can you, can you give us a little background how family fitness and 24 Nautilus came together. So basically 24 Hour Nautilus bought Family Fitness and that's how you merged and created 24 Hour Fitness. It was a stroke of genius by the leadership team. They created a branding tool to be able to launch 24 Hour Fitness that catapulted it to a nationwide brand. And is this the same guy that told you that maybe sales is better, than, better for you than... Different guy. So this was his first in command at the time, okay. right? Um, so they did this national launch. When they come, they'll eat the fat ones first. That was the ad that they launched literally on a billboard across San Francisco, Golden Gate Bridge. You're driving it said, when they come, they'll eat the fat ones first. So we had tons of negative publicity. I mean, people standing at the door, yelling, upset, you know, saying that we were fat shaming and just ridiculous, right? Which in reality, I learned at that point that sometimes even bad exposure is just as good as good exposure when you're trying to launch a brand, right? So back to my story at Paseo Padre. <laughs> so when I start there, imagine a sales pit. What I mean by that is just imagine a big rectangle and there's desks on each side with a small narrow walkway. Well, in the front, you had these treadmills there. And so the members were close enough to actually hear what you were selling and how you were selling. I remember those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so check this out. So I realized they showed me this piece of paper and they're like, look, we have a PPR. It's called a personal production report. I said, hold up, my name's on this thing? They said, yeah, and I'm ranked against other people. Kind of like a batting average, right? Okay. I go, okay, well, I'm going to be at the top of that list. So I have to start at the end desk. You only work your way up to the front desk if you're good enough to sell. So I'm starting back there and I'm seeing all these cats coming in late. I'm in there early and I'm like, hold up, this ain't gonna work. I need to figure out a way to be successful and I hate making them phone calls like I just told you. Mm -hmm. So I remember grabbing a guest pass that we had. I took it, I went up to the front desk and a guest walks in, just a regular walk-in, person walking up to the front desk. I took my thing and I threw it out there. My guest passed. I said, hey, they're here to see Don. <laughs> so they looked at me like, oh, crazy. I was like, I'm going to get this person. So I take them on a tour and I'm like, listen, if they walked in, whether I showed them seven days free or not, I'm going to figure out a way to get this person started. Well, lo and behold, that started my journey on fitness. I ended up catapulting myself to the top salesperson, got promoted at, as one of the youngest general managers in the history. 
Um, I had an opportunity to write well over $2 million in business for that company. And I understood the business side, but it never left me as to why I chose to start in fitness. And that was to help people. I wanted to get back to doing that. And so I joined other health companies, helped them get out of debt, help establish great teams and build those cultures. But it never was the same as being a trainer. So when my fitness career got to a level to where I became a vice president and I was running multiple states and multiple territories, I realized at that point, I wanted to get back to that client interaction. How could I help these people achieve goals? So I opened up my own gym. I went back to that guest to guest interaction, to building that experience, to helping people get to goals, to sitting there sweating with them side by side, teaching the classes, writing formats, building programs, sharing my experience over the 25 plus years that I've been in the industry to help people get in shape. So when you, you said you created your own gym, you skipped a lot of years. Yeah. So can we bring it back a little bit? Sure. What years do you want to go to? When you did that and you said, hey, looking for done, how, would, how did that impress the GM of wherever you was working for at the time? I was fortunate enough to be able to separate myself by the statistics that they measure, right? Closing percentage, dollars written, all of those factors that there are. The business is simple. If you're looking at a brick and mortar in a gym, it's about guest traffic, how much people can you drive through the door? How can you convert them, right? And how do you keep them? It's a real simple business. If you understand that principle, you're gonna be successful. I was successful at running that model and I taught it all over the US and I helped train a lot of people. So, so I guess you're not saying their names because you don't want to cross promote. Is that why you're not saying who you were? No, for? you know what? There's, there's a lot of successful people. I think the most important thing is not name dropping or not talking about people that you've associated with. It's more so giving the audience an opportunity during our first episode to learn a little bit about us and what makes Renew You unique. Right? Enough said. Enough said. So what makes Renew You so unique now that you're running Renew You Fit? The reason we all created Renew You was we wanted to remove barriers, right? It came at an opportune time. This has been something, Antoine, you and I, two years ago, we had a conversation about virtual fitness. Me, you, and our other partner had a conversation about where is fitness going to go? This was way prior to any of the stuff that's happening currently right now in our environment, I right? I remember that. We were talking to other people that we know, former colleagues, other investors at that time, and we had a great idea. I just don't think the timing was right at that point. Because too many people were at work and they was working two jobs, so they didn't have time to look at a virtual fitness program. I do remember that. I think that's correct. And I think uh, virtual fitness was, was barely starting to make an entry point into the market. Uh, you got a lot of competitors in there, right? Just like with wearables, right? When you think of a wearable, there's tons of companies that sell wearables. Um, even phone companies sell them now, right? It's become a, a commodity that people like to use. They understand the value of it. Um, the same thing happens now with virtual fitness. I think there is a lot more products out there. I think what it does is it really gives people as consumers the opportunity to, to associate with the brands and more importantly, the products and services virtually that are going to align with their beliefs and where they're at in life. I remember when you first bought this to me, you were so excited. And I said, hey, I don't know exactly what he's doing, but your excitement caused me to believe. And now the belief has actually became a reality. 
So I like it, like I said before, I'm so thankful that you allowed me or even thought about me when it came down to creating this virtual platform. Antoine, I feel the same way. I think, uh, you know, our partnership has been tremendous. And just like any sports team, everybody has an important role to play. And your skill set is extremely unique. The way that you edit, do films, and those type of backgrounds, and I, I want to ask you a couple questions on that. It has really brought my dream and vision, virtual fitness and helping clients over 40, to life. You have impressed me with your ability to conceptualize something and build it. You are an artist when it comes to cinematography, being able to put things together and take somebody's crazy vision like mine that's <laughs> up here, right? And make it a reality. Thank you. So Thank you. share share with the audience um, after sports, what was your what was your opinion you did? After playing sports, the first thing I had to think was how can I transfer the information and the knowledge from being a professional athlete until becoming an entrepreneur. One thing I learned by playing professional sports for the Texas Rangers was that every day you had a chance to get better. So I was like, okay, there isn't any time to feel sorry for yourself. There isn't any time to look back in the past. The only time you have is now. So every day I was trying to figure out how can I use my hand and eye coordination and body into something that I can do forever and not do for money. So from playing sports, you know, you, 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 you learn how to use your eyes and you learn how to use your body and they all come together. Coordination. And I said, okay, I'm not going to be able to play sports no more, but what can I do to use both, to do both? So first I started doing music and eye coordination. I said, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, gonna, I'm not a singer. I'm not a rapper. I'm not willing to be a studio gangster because I'm not a street guy. So I said, that's not going to work. Then I said, okay, hand and eye coordination. So I said, I said to myself, I see things and I can write what I see. So that was a hand and eye coordination thing for me. Then when I went from there, I said, okay, I can't be a lawyer because I wasn't good in math. So I said, all right, now that I have my hands and I have my eyes and I have my mind, and all, my mother always told me that no one can take your brain away. So I wanted to do something that no one can take from me. And I start drawing again. Once I start drawing, then I start writing stories to my drawings. And I said, hold on. Being a writer and being an artist is not going to work because I'm not the greatest artist. So I said, hold on. Let me, what do I know that I can do well? So I said to myself, the camera. My dad used to always record us. So I said, let me start recording things and start telling stories. So I got the camera, I started recording, and I went back to like when I was a kid when my dad used to have the camera and the recorder and used to record on the tape. So I started doing that. And I'm like, oh, this is not gonna work because everything's digital. So one day I got the camera and I recorded my friend 
and I needed to edit something. Never edited ever before in my life. And he couldn't edit it for me. So I said, let me buy that cat. Let me buy that computer from you. I need to edit my project. So I edited the project. I did a commercial for Alameda College. Then I picked up, then I did my, my cousin was a rapper. So I start, I recorded him rapping. Then I put it inside the editing machine and I start editing. And I was doing it for my cousin and everybody seen it. And it was like, yo, you're, you're good. And I was like, oh, that's the hand and eye coordination. Because editing is you, you watch what you see and you have to edit it, but it has to move fast and it has to be entertaining. So I was, I was actually feel like I was playing sports all over again, using my hands, eyes, and my mind. And from there, I just never stopped doing it. And so now you're bringing that talent and those gifts, both as a professional athlete and more importantly in cinematography and video and auditing and editing to renew you. Yes. Which so hand and eye coordination all over again. It's all of that and together. It's, and it's listening and it's rhythm. And everything is a cut. Everything is a rhythm. Everything is can you see it? And and don't make it boring. Cause because I, I believe that we're all like cats. If things move, we look at it. So I always make sure things are moving and jumping and everything sounds a certain way. And when you're working out, you're always moving. So that that makes a perfect fit for me because doing workout videos is not boring. No, and I think the biggest thing, Antoine, that is unique about this format is look, this is obviously our introductory format. We're kind of explaining what Renew You is, telling you a little bit about us. Each episode that we get into is going to have very specific things. So we're going to take on topics such as sexual health as you age or blood flow as you age, or more importantly, how diet impacts things as you age, both from a recovery standpoint or from a functional standpoint, being able to move. We'll tackle different things. Are these exercises safe after 40? Should you do them? What should you do? Uh, what's the benefit of multi-compounded movements? How do those impact you? And how do those impact your health? And then we're gonna take on things that are out there in the media and other things that are misnomers. Look, just because somebody says they're a fitness professional doesn't mean they know what they're talking about, especially for people that haven't trained different populations and don't have that experience. You're talking about dealing with a group of folks here that have well over 30 plus years of fitness experience. Together, we've got almost 60 years of fitness experience. So when you look at that, I think that is really gonna serve our audience well. And one story you don't know about me, I always wanted to be a strong man in a bodybuilder. So the fact that this comes 40 years later, 40 years later, it's, it's amazing. Well, guess what? You're going to have an opportunity to do strongman because that's something that uh, I trained for that I like. So we are actually going to be putting out some strongman videos on our platform for Renew You. We'll have videos for weight loss. We'll have videos for women over 50. You name it. Our audience is very specific. We're going to show you how to remove those obstacles and more importantly, how to get fit. And I think that's the thing that most people want, right? What is going to work for them at this age now? So listen, for those out there in the audience that are looking for those fitness tips, if you're looking for the right people to align with, listen in to Renew You Podcast. Make sure you focus on all of our episodes. Each one will build off the other so that you are equipped with all kinds of tools to be able to have fun, make fitness a reality, and get yourself 
into the shape that you've always wanted. When you look in that mirror, the only thing stopping you from getting to where you want to be is you. Anything else you want to add, Antoine, for today? RenewYouFit.com. Sign up today. Follow our future podcasts at Renew You Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and hit the bell. Follow us on YouTube. We'll be launching their live. Talk to you guys soon.